Hello, hello. This is Julie Anderson, aka Brain Lady Julie, here with another amazing interview on the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Show. I just love this job. I love being able to bring dynamic women to meet the community of our women entrepreneurs. There's always tidbits and pearls and just jewels of wisdom that we gain from each and every guest that we have on the show. And today is, of course, no exception. We are here with Leslie Hensel. Leslie, welcome to the Women Entrepreneur Show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. Let me introduce the your bio to everyone who is either watching or listening on a podcast. We are here with Leslie Hensel. She is the co-founder and partner with Riverbend Construction Consulting Construction. <laughs> Riverbend Consulting, where whose 60 plus employees solve critical problems and offer eff effective growth strategies for sellers on Amazon and other e-commerce commerce platform. I can't wait to hear her talk about this because I've bounce back and forth in trying to do something e-commerce on Amazon. Leslie is a former journalist turned marketing consultant turned business consultant who leverages two decades of experience to solve the underlying business and marketing issues small businesses face. She has personally helped hundreds of business owners selling online get their suspended Amazon accounts and ASINs, you'll have to explain to us what that is, back up and running. Leslie is an Amazon seller herself as well and got started with that 10 years ago when she was looking for a way to earn money but also stay at home with her two boys can't wait to hear about that both of whom were dealing with health issues and other challenges well that's not anyways <laughs> we're looking forward to hearing your story leslie her journey as an amazon seller led to her to realize what challenges e-commerce businesses have and what they face day to day and led her to founding Riverbend Construct Consulting. I don't know why I keep wanting to say construction. <laughs> thank you, Leslie, for being on the show today. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad I'm glad I'm not in construction because that I wouldn't know anything about. <laughs> My husband's in construction. So see, I wear these different hats depending on what time of the day it is and what, what I am doing <laughs> at different times. So you're gonna you see the authentic me when you see all my little blurbs like that. Now, you have a very interesting background with this, with the Amazon stuff. And Amazon is one of those mm -hmm. things that, well, e-commerce period, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, there's so much expansion that they can do in their businesses by tapping into that e-commerce world. But it's very confusing. It's very complicated from the outside. But now you're an expert in that. You've built your business in that. And now you're helping others build businesses and figure that out. So tell us a little bit. But then you also had a challenge, a health challenge with your kids that brought you into building this business. So tell us how that Riverbend Consulting and where, where did that come from? Where did that idea come from? What made you develop this company? So I started selling on Amazon way back in 2010. And at the time, I had a kiddo who wasn't doing well in school at all. We got him diagnosed and he's on the autism spectrum and has like six other challenges. It's one of those mixed bag kids that has like all the things wrong. And we knew that we had to homeschool him for a while and just do therapy. We did very little school. We did a whole lot of therapy. And 
I had before that been doing marketing consulting, PR consulting, business consulting for years as a stay-at-home mom. I would manage to work about 30 hours a week when the kids were at school or napping and do my consulting gig. Well, I wasn't going to be able to do the regular business hours I needed um, and and serve my clients well if I was homeschooling this special needs ball of energy. So uh, I heard about selling on Amazon and I thought I can do that. And so when my husband would come home, I would go out and this was back when you would go to retail stores and you would source products and flip them essentially on Amazon. He'd come home from work. I would go shop. I would buy stuff to sell on Amazon. Then on the weekends as a family, we would pack up all of our shipments and send them away to the FBA warehouse. I tell people, and it's so true, my kids, my younger one was putting stickers on Amazon inventory when he was two years old and getting paid a penny a sticker. And he would think he was rich with his pile of pennies, right? So I did that for many years. And then my kid was like ready to go back to school. He's like, mom, I'm ready. I can do it. We were so excited. And so then I was thinking, what am I going to do now? Right. What do I do? I just keep doing Amazon. And I met a lot of sellers at conferences who had all these problems that Amazon was just beating them down and they didn't know how to fix the problems. And a lot of them were straight up like management consulting kind of issues. So I took my old background with my new Amazon knowledge and put it together to be a consultant for Amazon sellers. I love that. What is that that term? Necessity is the mother of invention? Absolutely. Something something like that. That's that's amazing. In in many cases, right? It was the it invented your the necessity to stay home with your son, which I applaud you for that. A lot of people don't they see me as the brain lady, but they don't realize that I homeschooled all three of my boys for six oh, wow. years, and so I am a huge advocate of of homeschooling as well as homeschooling to help care for the brain and to be able to teach with the brain in mind, which is what I applaud you for making that choice for your son to give him that, that stable foundation with which to get to the point where he felt confident to go back into a school system. And, and uh, yeah, we could do a whole show on that because just imagine where he would be at today. Had you not kept him at home and given him that boost of confidence by helping him figure out his own unique brain. So I applaud you. I applaud you for that. And then of course, the invention of your business because you saw the need right for for other other people to do this now it, it, you have a very diverse background because you said that you would you know you came from that marketing world before you you went into the home and developed your own amazon store and then from that you you combined those things so how does tell us a little bit about where you're at now, we, we kind of heard that little part of the journey, but where you're at now, what you're doing specifically, you said, you didn't say administrative, you said um, manage management issues with, so tell us, give us a little bit clue of what does that look like? What is it that, that you actually do? Because I'm a little vague. Sure. So I had a client, his name was Joe, and Joe had tried to get, re- crazy thing that happens if you sell on Amazon, sometimes they throw you off. Mm -hmm. 
and they suspend your account and you have to write appeals to get back on Amazon and prove to them that you've put new standard operating procedures in place. You understand their policies. You've reworked things internally in your business. So the same mistake and the same complaints from buyers don't happen again. So I had a client who came to me named Joe and he was suspended from Amazon and frantic and I got him reinstated. And uh, several months later, Joe came to me and said, hey, we should make this a business together and like turn it into a big agency. I'm the sales guy, which he is, and I am not a salesperson. Um, and you're the operations person. Let's combine forces and use all of the Amazon contacts we both have. And so that was almost five years ago. So we put together Riverbend Consulting. Now we're an agency with 75 employees uh, wow. on, on two continents and coast to coast in the United States. And what we did was we just started out advertising and going directly to sellers that we knew and saying, if your item is suspended, which is an ASIN, an ASIN, your item is suspended from Amazon or your account gets suspended, you can come to us. We're going to help you solve it the same way I fixed it for Joe. And we really focused from the very beginning on, I will say, on the momming. So when a seller's account is, is suspended, they are frantic. Yeah. So sometimes they're about to lay off their brother. These are things that we hear. I'm going to lay off my cousin. Um, my whole family's going to lose the family business. I can't make my mortgage payment. Or we have some clients who they do a billion dollars a year on Amazon alone. And wow. they're looking at, you know, hundreds of employees whose jobs are at risk. It is a frantic situation. And so the years of the momming with kids who've had challenges, I will tell you, it will help you to be calm. Uh, people think that your experiences with your kids at home don't translate into the workforce. That is just not true. Um, I've had people choose me over other consultants just because I made them feel better. I made them feel calm. They knew they could rely on us. Just the attitude of we're going to hold your hand and it's going to be okay. So through the processes that we built and slowly adding employees, now we have this big workforce and thousands of clients. That, that's so cool. I love that. You're going to, you're going to hold their hand. You're going to keep them calm. You're going to, because I can imagine that if that's your sole source of income and all of a sudden you can't do it anymore, <laughs> right? So you've been able to take some of those lessons you just said um, that you learn in being at home and working through the family hardships. How did you keep the balance or what are some of the lessons about the balance that you learned in trying to do this as you were working with your son at home and building your business. And then even, I mean, just because your kids are in school doesn't mean that you're still not momming, right? That you're still not managing a family and children and a business. Like what are some of the lessons that you've learned that might help the entrepreneurs that are listening to this or watching this in building their business or in getting through some of the tough times? So, Julie, I'm going to give you the most unpopular opinion ever. Just warning you. Balance is a lie. There is no such thing. And having it all is a lie. You cannot do it. So after we had gotten my older kid back in school, 
um, my younger son was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. And so we went through cancer treatment with him. He's totally healthy now. He's in great shape. He's a ginormous 14 year old who is doing fantastically well. But as you can imagine, it's a very difficult, intense experience. And when you're trying, you can't just say, okay, we're not going to work because we still have therapy for the older one in special needs school. And then we knew there would be a lot of expense, even with good health insurance. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot of expense with the younger ones. So we still had to have incomes coming in. So really it was divide and conquer with me and my husband. We literally each took charge of one kid. So he was all my older son and I was all the younger son. And we prioritized our way out of it. And even today, now when I've got one in college and the other one at home and playing so many sports, we can't keep up. We do not balance. It is priorities. And so every day I don't have a work list and a home list. I have a life list. Mm. And that way I, because otherwise I would always put the work priorities first because we all know that's how it is. You've got a business partner or you've got clients or whoever is screaming at you. So what are you going to do? You're always going to put those things first because it's your business and you're a driven entrepreneurial woman and you're not going to fail and you're going to get it all done. And I learned that was a huge mistake. So I make my priority list for the day and stuff with my kids and family are sprinkled in. And some of it is stuff that is unimportant, like, you know, go to the baseball game. The world doesn't end if I don't go to the baseball game, but that is more important than that project over there. And I've learned that by prioritizing that way, I don't balance, but I put the right things first. Mm, I love that. I love that. Yeah, because you know what? That customer will probably not be there in 10 years, but your child will always be there. And those memories will always yes. be there. I love that. I often talk about work-life integration, right? Because you do. Yes. When you're an entrepreneur, you're integrating them to, the two together. But I like the way that you say priority and life list. Like you prioritize your life list and sometimes, you know, in that way you can kind of integrate the two together. So that's a, that's a great way to, great way to look at it. And no, you can't have it all. That's why I talk to, to entrepreneurs about outsourcing. It's like, come on, build a team, <laughs> build a team. You cannot do it all. Your brain will burn out and then you will be exhausted and then you won't enjoy the baseball games, right? You won't enjoy the sports game. You won't enjoy that time that time with your family and the family's always going to be there, right? You're, you're always going to have that. That needs to, that needs to come be right prioritized in there with the rest of the things. And sometimes I think that's a good lesson that you share because I, I think as women entrepreneurs, especially, you know, we might get into a position where we're prioritizing the wrong things as I shouldn't say women, we, we all, all might have the tendency to do that. Now you're your story touches me. Um, I, I would love to, we'll have to have you in on another show in the future and you can share a little bit more about how you dealt with all of those challenges as a mom, you know, and, and, and yeah. how that, how you can share your wisdom and experience those experiences through your children and the challenges that, that they had and how you might've turned those into opportunities for spending time and valuing the time that you had, but we'll, we'll come back to that on another show. <laughs> Because I didn't prepare you for all those questions this time around. <laughs> now, 
you say that 70 roughly 70 percent of sellers on amazon marketplace are men which is very interesting because i would think it would be more balanced i would think there'd be a lot more women that have their side hustle or want to build their business through an amazon marketplace so tell us a little bit what that's like to be a female leader in that space and in a primarily male dominated in industry now and do you have you have the consulting business but do you ha have an amazon store yourself as well yes i still sell on the same store that i started back in 2010 it is still our family side hustle and i do think it's important as someone who offers advice to sellers that i'm still in the game even if i don't sell as much as i used to i do still have an active presence it is interesting to be in such a male dominated world our client base is even more skewed male it's probably 80 percent or more male um, a lot of that is because there is a tremendous percentage of products sold on Amazon US that are sold from just a few zip codes. And these are like in Brooklyn and in, in the New York area. And a lot of it is the Jewish community there. And in fact, my, my business partner is part of that community. And um, a lot of those are men. And it's a very entrepreneurial community. So they all hustle and sell online. And a lot of them are people who already had businesses, wholesale businesses mm -hmm. and distributor businesses in New York and New Jersey that then just expanded that to online. So that's just a, an enormous percentage. Um, then there are a lot of uh, folks who've immigrated from other countries who are entrepreneurial, who are selling on Amazon. And a lot of those are men. Um, a lot of men like from India and some of those regions, uh, it's, it is a fascinating, uh, group of people who sell on the marketplace It's probably the most diverse group of people you can imagine. If you could get like a market basket of sellers on Amazon in a room, it's just wild. Um, a lot of the women who sell on Amazon are selling one of two ways. It's a side hustle. So a lot of moms or want to be retired, not there yet, want to have retirement income, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then there are women who have great product ideas, who are private label sellers on Amazon, who it was actually a great business incubator. Amazon's an amazing business incubator because you can have a small manufacturing run and test it and see if mm -hmm. it sells on Amazon where you mm -hmm. may not be able to get it into a local store. And of course, not a large retailer unless you have a really large budget. So right. it's a great budget way. So there are a lot of moms out there with who've had ideas for specialty products for kids or women who've had ideas for specialty home products, beauty products, you name it, any, any niche. Mm -hmm. And they've used Amazon as that incubator. And I'm fortunate, I'm fortunate enough to know a lot of those kinds of women. Um, but it is, you know, I think men have a lot more tolerance, uh, especially single men, tend to have more tolerance for high risk, may or may not make any money. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I meet a lot of those guys who they are like, let's just see what happens. And they're totally cool with that. Um, so the, I think that also lends to some of the, the male dominance in terms of just numbers, sheer numbers on Amazon. The women like to uh, prove it. 
They like to get in there and use the data and prove it out and know that they have a market and then grow it and start small and then get bigger. It's just really interesting. I know these are all generalizations, but it's just interesting to see these trends from our clients. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. And it's interesting to me, too, that you would that there is that much of a challenge out there that you have such a great um you have enough business that you have 75 employees <laughs> like hmm what's amazon doing that's causing so much problems <laughs> right that's- they are very challenging to deal with there there's no one who answers your call so mm-hmm. if you're a seller on amazon you there's like one phone number you can call to get answers and it's usually kind of like frontline customer support and we all know how helpful frontline customer support usually is not at all. Um, so it's it's just really challenging to solve your problems when you have them. And that is what we do all day long is just solve problems for sellers. Oh, I love that. And you probably have to stay, um, what's the word, be almost ready to pivot with because everything changes so often in a lot of these, these formats, you know, so you have to keep yourself educated and be ready to pivot with the different changes. So I'm always telling people that they need to outsource, right? They need to outsource their assistance, their help to other people, because what it would take me 10 hours to do, you guys could do in one. So absolutely, absolutely reach out. So as keeping in mind that our our, our um, audience is mostly mostly female, mostly female entrepreneurs, what are some of the top tips that you'd like to share with women who are trying to run their own business and not necessarily just an Amazon business, right? But, or an e-commerce business, but really any business, what would be some of the top tips that you would share with them to help them have a more successful journey? So what you mentioned earlier about outsourcing, outsourcing is not just for your business. It's for your house and it's for yourself. So if you're spending time coloring your own hair, you need to probably get a stylist. I mean, I literally work on my phone the whole time I'm getting my hair done. Um, (laughs) You can outsource your laundry very inexpensively now. You can have a housekeeper come in. You can use grocery services. That will change your life because at the end of the day, you are so tired from putting in all the hours that if then you have to do all this household stuff, your quality of life is just lousy and you burn out. Also, you're not spending time with your family that you need to be spending with your family or your partner or whomever is important to you or hobbies. So that's a big key for me that I've learned in the last couple of years is to outsource my house, not just to outsource my business, which of course I've done by building up employees. And the second thing is a network is super important. And the reason I mentioned this is I know you don't have an Amazon specific audience, but just as an example, um, Amazon sellers don't live on your block. They're kind of hard to find. And it's not like being a CPA where there's an accountant's chapter, you know, a local chapter of the accountant organization somewhere near your city where they all meet up and have lunch. And I think that's how most of us are is we're in some business where there's probably not other people on your block you can just go chat about who will understand your problems and concerns. So finding a mastermind group, um, you know, it's nice to find a Facebook group or like your organization and finding this organization, but you've got to go deeper. You have to actually 
meet people in person if you can, or go to the meetup group or go to the conference or whatever that is. Because I think the in-person interactions help you to drill it down and find a real friend. Everyone needs one or two real, actual, not just texting yeah. and Facebook group <laughs> friends yeah. who, who understands their business and where they are. It makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Support each other in, in, in real time. In real time. And sometimes that's a technical thing. Help me brainstorm through this, especially for women, you know, because I, I talk about the male brain and the women, the female brain a lot. And women externally, um, they they process externally. Right. So it's important to be able to have other girlfriends that you can do that. You can bounce those ideas off of men tend to be a little bit more internal thinkers, but even even them, you know, they'll they'll chit chat about ideas and things that they have and or they have going on and what do they think and you know whether it's over golf or beer or whatever it is right and we need that we need to be able to bounce that I, I agree with you wholeheartedly now you talk about a you had mentioned something about a surge summit that's happening this mm -hmm. September in Tampa tell us a little bit about that and what will you be doing there so the surge summit is September 6th through the 8th in Tampa Florida and we are super excited. We've put together a lot of great speakers who can talk about selling on Amazon, how to get started on Amazon, and then the different pieces of how it works. Um, we have someone who will talk about, for example, how to manage a team of virtual assistants or how to do PPC advertising. But what I think is most fun, because we've all been to conferences where you listen to content all day, we built in some fun networking that's all part of the price and that's enjoyable. So like one night there's a, a cruise on Tampa Bay where you can network and have some fun. There's a welcome party that's on the beach. And then we also, because I'm a child of the eighties, uh, there's going to be an arcade with like old school Pac-Man foosball. Uh, and so it, yeah. So when you get tired of listening to the speakers and you want a break, you grab the person you met and you go to the arcade and you have a Coke and you play foosball and get to know them better. So I, it, there's a lot of opportunities for this networking. And I don't mean sales networking. I mean, finding your people. Mm -hmm. um, I just think finding your people is so important. That's how I built my business was by finding my people like my partner, Joe, and our team members. Um, so I'm super excited about it. It's the surgesummit.com and we're going to have such a great time. Now, is this the first time you've done it? Yes. And right. that is um, exciting and terrifying at the same time. Right. But we have a lot of partner companies that have, have uh, agreed to be sponsors. They believe in what we do. We refer business back and forth. That really helps us. And a lot of, a lot of great speakers coming as well. We're going to have multiple rooms going at a time so that everyone can find their topic. It won't just be that, you know, something's too advanced or too easy. You can move on to the next speaker. Wonderful. I love it. I love it. Well, it has been an absolute joy, Leslie, having you on the show today and hearing more. And I would, we'll have to, we'll have to wrap back around and maybe on the Brain Lady Speaks show, talk a little bit about, um, your challenges that you went through as a mom and not just how you, how you, how you managed to, um, or how you gave of yourself and really created a wonderful place for your children, but also how you took care of yourself in all of that. 
so you didn't crash. We'd love to have that conversation in the future. For anyone who wants to stay connected with Leslie, she you can reach her at Leslie and notice the spelling. It's L-E-S-L-E-Y, Leslie at riverbendconsulting.com. Her phone number, her um, and the address, the link for the surge summit will all be in the show notes it is popping up on the screen but for those of you who are listening as a podcast we'll make sure that that's all in the show notes so you can be able to stay with leslie stay in contact with her and find out more about not just the services she provides but the community that she has around her and how to be part and become part of that community so leslie thank you so much for being a guest on the women entrepreneur show today Thank you. This has been a lot of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. My pleasure. And for those who would like to stay in contact with us or at Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, check out our website. We are the one-stop shop for women wisdom and resources, and that is womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com, all plural, womenentrepreneurs with an S. And then you can also, if you want, if you're interested in, follow the podcast, by the way, follow the podcast, give us a thumbs up, give us a like, share us. Let's get these, these stories out to the masses because there's so many different, so many different wonderful women that we interview here on the Women Entrepreneurs Podcast, and we'd love to be able to spread their messages throughout. So if you'd like to be a, a guest or you have a topic that you might like to see covered on the Women Entrepreneurs Show, reach out to our group liaison, Kelly, that's K-E-L-L-I at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com and join our Facebook group. Uh, let us know. Keep us keep us um, in the know of what you've got going on, and uh, talk to us about becoming a member on our website. It's very inexpensive right now. It's only twenty five bucks for a year, and you can put your profile on there, and that cross links back to any of the links that anything you would like for us to link it to, including your Amazon store if you have an Amazon store. <laughs> All right. Once again, Leslie, thank you very much for being on the program. Thank you for everyone who is watching or who was listening today. And I want everybody to just take a nice roll of the shoulders, take a deep breath, let it out, and simply enjoy every moment. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.